Today, we're looking at step three, the transformation question in the transformational Bible study method. I'm Gene Wyland, but it's all about him. Welcome to a fun place to get serious about Bible study. Have you ever felt like you'll never change? Like the devil has a better chance of changing than you? Do not fear. This is what the third step in the transformational Bible study method is about. Transformation. Years ago, I texted a picture to my children taken from inside a house with a view through a big picture window to the front yard. Then I asked the kids, where was this picture taken? If I remember correctly, only one of the three figured it out, and only because she recognized the front yard. She recognized the outside, not the, not the inside of the house. It was a picture of my parents' home until they graduated to heaven, and we sold the house, and the family who bought it renovated it. They renovated it until it was absolutely unrecognizable, except for the outside, and interestingly enough, the upstairs. The work the builders did transformed my parents' house. The work the Holy Spirit does in his children, in Christians, through God's word, transforms us even more. The results of a transformed heart is the most stunning work. And this is what the third step in the transformational Bible study method is about. The question step three asks is, if I believe and act on what God has revealed, how will my heart be changed and my life be different tomorrow? How will the truths I'm reading in the Bible change the attitudes and the motivations of my heart, which will affect my actions? How will they be different? In other words, what does it look like to believe and act on God's word? This step helps us see what it looks like to truly believe the truths of God's word, and it reveals whether or not we do. With this question, I like to either create a bullet point list of what it looks like to believe the truth, or I'll write out a prayer of response to the Lord, thanking him for what it looks like to believe the truths in the passage and asking him to do the work of belief in me. As I write up my list, I use the words, I will, rather than I can. This is an important distinction, because if we believe his word, it's not just that we can trust him, we will trust him. As Romans eight twenty nine promises, God will transform us into the image of of the stunning radiance of Christ. Not that he can, but when he saves us, he says he will transform us. Philippians 2.13 enforces that promise. It says that God is the one who gives us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. He does it. At salvation, Christ makes us a new creation, but we don't always look like it at first. Like my childhood home, Transformation takes time as the builders do the work. Some of us take more work. God has had to do a lot of work over a long time with me, but he is the one who builds our faith and he is faithful in his work. He never fails. He will do it. Will do it. Not can do it. He can do it, but he will do it. For example, 
If we believe that God is sovereign, that he's in control of everything, including all power and rulers in heaven and earth, if we truly believe he's sovereign, then when we get bad news, we will not panic. It's not that we can be free from panic. It's that we will be free from panic. So, therefore, if we get bad news and we're hyperventilating, which I have definitely been known to do when I get bad news, then we can know that one of three things. Either, one, that there is something we still don't know about God that we need to know that will calm our fears, like the truth of his sovereignty. Or, secondly, maybe we know it, but we have lost sight of this truth temporarily. Temporarily, we, we're just not believing it because our panic attack is, is making us forget, and we need to remember the truths that we forgot. Or third, maybe we know and believe the truth, but we don't like it. Well, actually, let me take that back. If we know the truth and believe it, we won't, we won't rebel against it. But there are times when we have to face truths that we know about God in a certain circumstance, and we don't like it. Like in sovereignty, we want to be the ones to call the shot. We want to be the one that is sovereign and in control. We're in rebellion against the truth that we know because we want to be God. But, but, when we understand and truly believe the glorious truth of God's sovereignty or many of the other glorious truths about him, we'll remember that he is a much better God than anyone else could ever be and that we can fully trust him with even our most beloved treasures like our children, our, our jobs, our country. We won't rail against God's authority in our lives or the lives of our loved ones or the world around us. Belief in God's word truly transforms us. The devil will never change. But if you belong to Christ, you will. You will be transformed. Christ is your faithful, perfect, and patient builder. He will do it. Will you believe? Thank you for joining me today. If you like what you heard, share it with others. Hit the subscribe button and write a review on your favorite podcast app. I'm Gene Wyland, but it's all about him.